0: okay i think we're on i think we're good all right everybody welcome back to the bottom of the night podcast i am your host elijah rodriguez and today we are here with jack miller of jersey how you doing good brother? elijah great to be here excited to talk dude dude same here we're pumped dude i remember so i gotta be honest first time i saw your video i was like the you do this every time dude, that's hilarious. i just think it was so funny dude i was like oh and then you teach the right way bro that is like that is, it was key, dude. And the thing is, like, what, what's interesting about you, if, if anyone listening hasn't hasn't seen his content, you should check him out. What's your what's uh, your it's handle? At, at Coach handle Jack it. Miller, uh, all lowercase numbers. There we go. Yeah, Coach Jack Miller. Yeah, you gotta check him out, man, because his content, like, it, it's so funny. Because like the things that you teach and you're talking about are not like micro pieces of the game. They're like small, minuscule stuff. But those things do, like, when I learned them when I was younger, like those were like key aspects yeah. to the game. Like, like turning when you're taking a cut off, like perfect rundowns don't pump like all that stuff is stuff that like i think maybe get, gets like glanced over at times like honestly it really does because it's so I'm like i coach middle school bro and i hope our coach doesn't hear this but like there's some stuff that he just glances over sometimes And i'm like dude you have to teach him like and like the like the pumping in a rundown kills mm-hmm. me bro i can't stand that because i'm like because then the guy receiving it's like he has no idea when the ball is coming and it screws up the whole play that's just one of the ones that stuck out to me the most because like kids do that all the time thinking they're going to fake somebody out but anyway man so what's going on, bro? What you been up to? Uh, nothing much. The weather's changing up here in
1: Jersey, so it's nice. Uh, April's approaching, so we're able to to start getting the the uh, spring season going, spring travel ball season going. Mm-hmm. Uh, high schools opening up soon. Uh, I'm still in college, actually, college student, so my my semester doesn't end until May. But uh, everything's good. Just uh, like you <laughs> said, really, really putting the work on Instagram, trying to get content out to the people, and uh, just providing like the best baseball information that I could to Every single age uh, that's on Instagram, yeah, and like like you had said,
0: yeah, man, I think no, no like you had back.
1: said, like a lot of these points are, are things that are glanced over and not and not practiced enough or not uh, taught enough, and I think a lot of coaches just assume that players know these things. So that's that's kind of why I'm bringing this content just to bring awareness to the, to the little things that really matter.
0: Yeah. Yeah, man. I, that's huge, dude. Like it's sad. Like the sad thing is, bro, there's not a lot of coaches that like know the game at like a micro level. Like it's like, you know, you know, like the, the basic pieces of it. Like I've seen so many coaches, especially in select ball, dude. I think they know, like, like, Oh, I played, you know, D3. I know everything about the game. And I'm like, no, but like, you're not teaching them right, dude. Like just cause there's, they play, certain, there's so many things you're missing, man. Yeah. Just cause they played the yeah, LSU or yeah.
1: they think, they think they know everything about the game and then they, they could coach it to, to the youngest of players. It's
0: just, it's, it's tough to see sometimes. Yeah, dude, it's like, oh my gosh, you can't be kidding me. But, so you're, so you're from Jersey, you've been there, you lived there your whole life. Yeah, so just a
1: little bit about me, uh, grew up in, grew up in Jersey, I'm from Bergen County, which is, which is actually like 20 minutes from where the Giants play, if you know uh, the football team. Um, Okay. About about Mm -hmm. 35 minutes from, from Yankee Stadium, just a shot over the bridge. Dude, that's awesome. Uh, Yeah, so no, grew up in Jersey, uh, played high school baseball uh, in Jersey. Uh, started baseball at a young age, kind of just like everybody else. Everybody else has this, has the same story. Started, mm-hmm. started in T-ball. Uh, yeah. But I think it was a little bit different about me uh, is my, my mother actually passed away when I was, when I was very young, when I was 11 years old. So. Oh well, man, I'm sorry about no, that. Thank you. And you know, and growing up in a, in a single, in a single parent household uh, really forces you to grow up really, really quick. Uh, and and mm-hmm. I think, you know, as I was growing up and you, know, you spend a lot of time by yourself and, and you got to fill time somehow. So so i really latched on to baseball and and that's you know where my love for the game really started because at a young age baseball was my best friend uh, baseball was kind of all i had for yeah. growing up in so many years you know when you're you're sitting alone at home no ride to go anywhere mm-hmm. uh picking up a ball yeah, and bat, hitting off a tee is, is something to do so uh you know played played in high school uh went to a school called SUNY Cobleskill at a high school a d3 school up in upstate new york uh played there for a year Okay. sadly got sent home with this whole covid situation uh, that was oh dang was that was that 2020 that was actually 2019 crap dude so crazy oh 19 crazy okay. situation there uh so my freshman year was cut short uh ended up transferring to a school in vermont castleton university and uh played there for mm-hmm. for two years and, and decided to cut my cut my career short and uh Came back home to Jersey and just finishing up my uh, physical education teaching degree now. So, uh, coaching, outside, okay. doing doing personal training, uh, hitting lessons,
0: evaluations, defensive stuff, coaching of all of all sorts. Awesome, man, dude. That's dude, that's cool, though. Like, that's awesome, man. Like, I didn't. So, funny story. I didn't. I played, dude. My my college career. Well, how, how old are you? You said you gra- so you graduated high school. What? Nineteen. So I'm twenty two right now. I actually just turned twenty two in January. Okay, you're okay. Damn, I thought you were older, bro. I really did. I thought you were like probably twenty eight, twenty nine. Beard, Man, it's the beard. It's okay. got to be the. I'm with the
1: beard flu. I've had a beard since <laughs> I was in seventh grade, dude. So everybody thinks it.
0: Yeah, that's crazy, dude. Like. So you cut your career short. Was it, was it more of like a personal decision to be like, Hey, like I got to start focusing on what's, what's happening like next basically. Is it, was it one of those kind of decisions? Yeah. So it was
1: kind of like, uh, and I, and I don't think many people talk about this, but you know, playing at the D3 level, it's awesome. You know, you're, you're getting to play baseball for another four years out of high school. But in my personal opinion, you know, I was in, I was in the LEC, the little East conference, which was one of the best D3 conferences in the nation. And it's just like, at a point, you know, when you're paying for your, your gear package, you're paying for your, your summer, your, your winter trips. Yeah. And it's like, like, man, on top of tuition, on top of, you know, what I'm paying, it's, it's a lot. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, at, at a point, I wasn't playing too well, uh, wasn't having the most success. And it, and it took a toll mentally. It really, it really did. I mean, yeah, many I people, they, not many people talk about that mental aspect where you're struggling and, and it, and it hit hard. So I actually, I came back home and it was like, I'm just kind of done with the game. I really, Really didn't like the game for a while, uh, and,
0: dude. This is you're having. I have. I have to tell you after when you finish your side. I have something to tell you, bro. This is insane. This is not. Yeah, but keep, keep going, bro. Really,
1: really started to just not enjoy the game. It was, it was taking a toll on me academically, personally, uh, mentally. Just, just in a bad, in a bad mm-hmm. spot. So took a semester off uh, just to regroup, uh, figure out what I wanted to do. Going back to school. And uh, thankfully, I'm in a good spot now where I'm just finishing up my degree. But yeah, you know, struggling takes a toll. And and especially when you're struggling at the D3 level, and you kind of have to do everything yourself, plus on top of, you know, there's no academic help at the D3 level. So it's a lot. And and it hit me hard. So I'm here now, but it's, it's for the better.
0: Yeah, dude, like and that's, there's always something on the other side, right? You always figure, but like the cool thing about you and your story is like you may have been done with it at one point, but like you still made your way, it made its way back to you. That love made its way back to you, bro. Like, that's nuts. Cause like, so I played, I played my first year. I registered at a D1 at here in, it was Incarnate Word University here in San Antonio. I, I was a catcher actually. So I, I, I took my freshman year, I registered there. Then I went to play JUCO for two years at Angelina College, which is a small D1 JUCO in like literally middle of nowhere. If I told it's called Lufkin, Texas, dude. Like think yeah, about that sure. name for a second. Like middle of nowhere, right? So now I was like, okay, cool. So I signed I signed a letter to go play at Texas A&M Kingsville, which is a D2 school. They were a powerhouse school in the D2 conference. I just wasn't keen on going back and playing at another small town. I was like, dude, I'm just like, I've had it with the small two years in like a middle yeah. of nowhere town is like, it gets on you, bro. You're like, I don't want to uh, you realize you got to drive thirty minutes not, to not go to a funny. Walmart
1: or, or five minutes dude, to go get bro. Chipotle or food. It it takes a toll. It really dude. does.
0: If if they even have God. that, bro. Like we didn't get a Chipotle in Lufkin <laughs> until my second year. Like that was and when when it opened, it was a big deal. It was like a huge you're eating deal. dinner at Stewart's um, and mac and cheese and, and that's been on the shelf for for twelve hours, dude. Not a good time, right? So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to come home. I, I got a D2 offer, and then I had I actually needed Tommy John surgery at, after that year. I had to sit a year, came back ready to go, and I was like – I was throwing in a summer league game, and I was like, dude, like I felt the – and I was like, yeah, this ain't good. And I was like, you know what? I'm just done. I hated – I was so mad at the way my career it turned out kind of similar to you. Like you're not playing well. It's like something happens and something happens. You're moving all over the place. Credits, are getting, credits aren't getting transfers. You're adding more hours to your degree plan. I'm like – but it, yeah, man, it's like the transfer process is just a, such a pain in the ass because it's like you work so hard to go through all these hours to do all these things, and it's like okay, well, you transfer once, it's like okay, well, these dropped off, these didn't make it. Okay, well, I'm gonna transfer again. Okay, well, these didn't drop off, that didn't make it. I'm like, okay, you got another two semesters. I'm like, I'm I'm going to right. I'm like, I'm going to school for another year now because of all these stupid moves that I had to make, and it's all for baseball. So I was salty about that, and I was salty about the injury, and I was like, you know what, I'm done. I don't want play anymore. I call a coach. I was like, hey, I got. I'm tired of going to therapy. Them to tell me, oh, you may be back in six months, and I'm like avoiding surgery at all costs to come back and play my senior year. And I'm like, no offense to everybody, but it's like D two. I'm not, and I, number one, the other thing was like it was a private school I ended up at, and I'm like, okay, I can wait and play if I if I get the surgery, I got to wait a year, so I'll have to end up having to pay for my first year of masters. Like it's just like I was calculating things, and I was like, dude, this is gonna be like really expensive. Yep. Just to play one more year. So I was like, ah, I'm done, man. So I know exactly what you mean, but like at the same time, like now I'm here working at baseball express, but for like, and obviously I'm like, I'm quite a bit older than you now. So I've been, I was at the game for about six, yeah. seven years. And man, like it, it was, it was hard to come back to it where you find that love again, that same passion, right. It's, it's tough, but when you do, it's like, it yeah. feels better. It feels better. Cause you gave yourself that little. No, I, I definitely want to
1: hit on that point. I mean, <laughs> that's a, that's a great point that you say there, you know, like I said, I, if there was a, there was a stretch where if you said, Hey, let's go hit, let's go throw a ball. Like I wanted nothing to do with the game. No, dude, nothing. And, uh, you know, I'm real lucky to have a great baseball family around me that I've built, uh, you know, through college, through high school, you know, I, my best friends, like, like, it's probably same with you, your best friends are guys you played with. Um, and, and just mm-hmm. having the support of those yeah. guys was great. And, and the coaching was something that i've done uh actually since my freshman year of high school, so I actually coach for uh, a okay. grit baseball it's one of the one of the top uh youth organizations in the northeast and and in my personal opinion, I would think in the yeah. country right now uh we have teams from nine u to to fourteen u and just being able to uh okay. being able to be a huge part of that and and see the development of these young guys uh is awesome and and I was able to my freshman year, start coaching coaching a team right away. Thankfully, at the nine U age level, and that's really where uh, the love came back. I'm not I'm not gonna lie to you. Uh, yep. Freshman year, you know, even still, like I wasn't playing that great, and I, I just needed an outlet to to get the love of the game back. And uh, who would have thought right. coaching nine year olds uh, in in USABL and Perfect Game tournaments would be would that's be the crazy. thing that put a smile back on my face and, and kind of got. Mm-hmm. Got my baseball passion uh, back, and and ever since then, you know, this is three years ago, so we're all we're we're up to eleven U now with the with pretty much the same uh, group that I've had since nine U. So we've added a few kids here and there, but uh, yes, yeah, so we're at eleven U now. We're ranked uh, number twenty third in the country by Perfect Game, um, Damn. yeah, nationally recognized. Have some kids on my team that that are D1 guys right now at 11 U and it's, it's pretty crazy to see. And, yeah uh you know, I'm sure these guys are going to listen to this podcast, but uh they've, they've helped, they've helped me in so many ways and just realizing, you know, the game, the game is so much more than, than just trying to play in college. It's so much more than just
0: mm-hmm.
1: going out to a field and, and trying to hit, you know, trying to go four for four. It's, it, it does so much for you mentally. And, and just in a relationship aspect and, and the coaching has been, has been everything for me. You know, we, we, this summer we'll be traveling all around the Northeast uh, doing pretty much every perfect game tournament. There is, uh, we'll be in Georgia this summer at the PG world series. Uh, we'll be in, we'll be at Ripken in Maryland. Like we are every year. So uh, no, it's great. That's so it's, cool, it's, it's an awesome experience. And like I said, just being able to coach a group of young kids like a college coach would coach a division one baseball program is something that's so right. intriguing to me and something that I have so much passion in and, and really developing the youth side of the game to be able to really understand like, Hey, I'm, I'm 11 years old, but in two years, you know, baseball is really going to start to matter. It's not just a, Hey, I'm paying a couple grand to play. Like you it it's it's a little bit different so just being able to instill these values in in the kids that i coach that i think some guys at the high school and even college level don't have and don't know uh i Mm -hmm. think that's that's something that i i love and and it's what's different that i think i bring to the table as far as a coach where i bring these experiences that i had at a at a college level and instill it in 11 year old kids and really show them the right way to play the game how to play the game so that when they get to that high school level, you know, they, a coach looks and like, wow, <laughs> this kid's different.
0: Yeah, dude. Dude, that's, it's funny you say that. So I have to ask. So like, I've got a buddy of mine that I look like you just said, it touched on earlier, like your best friends are guys you played with. Like my, my, like, I have to say like my top, like four, like I got a couple of buddies from high school. I keep, I keep in contact with, they're still like my buddies and we're, we're pretty tight. Um, but the stronger relationships, like I have to be honest, man, are the guys you went to like the trenches oh, yeah. with, man. Like you were like, Especially like in my Juco days, bro, like those were some tough, we were, we were kind of grinding through some stuff, man. Like that was, that was hard, man. Like 18 out 18, inning games at times, bro, you're on the field for, you're at the field for like, from like bus leaves at seven, you play at nine and we're done at four o'clock and then we take a two hour bus ride. I mean, there's some days where it was like, holy crap. No, I mean, so you really bond over that, man. Like that's, it's, yeah.
1: So I, uh, I'm trying to think when I played so. My first year at Castleton, which I think was, it was the year right after they sent everybody home from COVID. So I think it was uh, the spring of 2020 mm-hmm. and they wouldn't let us stay mm-hmm. in hotels. So, so we're taking, you know, we're taking a five hour drive from Vermont to Maine, playing a double header and then driving five hours back. So, so like you said, I mean, you're, That's you're spending 10 hours on a bus sitting next to someone you're not going to be on your phone the whole time. They can only play so many movies <laughs> on the, on the bus. It's like, you got to talk about something. I mean, yeah. you're sharing your full pizza with the guy next to you, but like those, yeah, those, dude. like those, those 18 hour days are just that, that's where you really, really build those special relationships. And COVID, like when we were, we had nothing to do during COVID. I was, I was outside with the same, mm-hmm. the same four guys for six hours every single day. Just trying to get some work just, in, right? Just grinded, not knowing if we'll ever play baseball again. Yeah. And, uh, those, you know, those were the days where you put baseball aside and I'm like, wow, you know, I got three to four guys that I could say are like family to me that I could, I could text or call at any time mm-hmm. when I need something and, and they'll pick up the phone in seconds and, and talk to me for as long as I need or come over and we'll, we'll get things done. So those relationships are, are just so valuable. And that, that's what I think baseball is. It's, it's just the relationship, and what you mm-hmm. gain from the
0: game outside of being on the field. Yeah, dude, no, I, I think that you couldn't to sum that. I don't think you could have summed that up any better, man. Like there, those are some dudes, man. The guys that oh, you yeah. like, like I, I feel the same way, man. Like I was at my buddy's wedding, like just in December, like and I didn't had I not gone to like play junior college baseball in, at Angelina Lufkin, like I would have never met this dude. Now I'm like in his wedding with like two other guys we used to like play with. It's insane, bro. It's just some of the stuff you think about. It's just nuts, man. Like it's 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 literally insane, bro. But like, okay, so going back, we'll, we'll kind of take a step away from like the the, the <laughs> sentimental part of baseball, we'll getting into like the nitty gritty, right? So like. I got to ask. So the, the one thing that like I think, you know, when I when I stepped away from baseball, I think honestly, even when I when I start when I left high school, like when I stopped playing like travel ball, I lost like a mass I got I had like a massive disconnect from that world because that world like there's like high school baseball and there's like travel ball and there's like pro ball and there's like college, there's so many different spheres of the game. And I just lost like to this day, like I'm still having a really hard time. Like I got coach kids that play travel ball. And i'm like i still feel like because i coach a middle school team for reference i coach a middle school team it's like the the catholic school that i went to they have a league like they play and we got some dudes that can ball let me tell you we got some dudes that can ball but a lot of it's a lot of rehabilitative game like we're teaching it from the ground up to some of these kids who just don't have it we may have like sheds of like like raw talent and like just skill because they're just athletes they're not technically baseball players but then obviously we have the guys that are like playing every single weekend when we're not playing so we have we have like a really good mix of guys but for the most part we we're, re- we're reteaching the game and I'm having such a hard time like understanding select cuz I hear like some of the parents will tell me some stuff then I'll hear some stuff from somebody else and I'm kind of like what what is this whole thing? So like obviously you had to have played travel yeah. ball. I mean, you've you've played your fair share, right? And that was a while back, you know, we we're looking 10, 12 years ago probably. What do you, what can you say has changed because I'm having a hard time putting because we talked to another guy about it. What what has changed in select from when like you and I may have been playing? To where it is right now do you see any main differences or any huge like like wow that's that's definitely different or like that's that's not how that used to be stuff like yeah, that. yeah i mean when i played
1: travel baseball i started playing when i was 13 i think i played i played little league pretty much and middle school ball until 13 years old and then started to play travel ball but i mean the difference i see now is just like the age that these kids start i mean we have kids that come Mm -hmm. into our facility and they're looking to play on seven U teams. Um, And that's, you know, that's the, that's the craziest thing is the age that these kids are starting. And I think the amount of pressure Mm -hmm. that's put on them at such a young age is, is pretty insane. I mean, like I said, you know, we're going to be playing in in Georgia this summer and, and they have these tournaments, you know, nine U, 10 U, 11 U, you know, world series. And, to have a kid at nine years old pitching in a game that's a national championship—I mean, that pressure—that's a pressure, lot. It's that pressure is insane. It, it's a lot for a for a nine-year-old mm-hmm. kid who can barely tie his shoes. Like, you know, his mm-hmm. yeah. his only priority at his age right now is going to school, playing with his buddies, and play baseball. So I think those emotional skills, right. like, and the the psychological side of the game just isn't there yet with these kids. And I think they're being rushed yeah. into such a big atmosphere and such a competitive atmosphere um, that that's the big difference. Mm-hmm. I mean, these kids are starting so young. It's, but I mean, the, the talent is also so much different too. I mean, because kids are <laughs> at so oh, yeah. young. I mean, there, there's some kids that, that I coach. I mean, I, we see the same teams every, pretty much every weekend, you know, when you,
0: yeah, the yeah. the top
1: teams are the top teams, and you play the top teams always. So we see the same guys every weekend, and just like, I sit back in the third base coaches box and just like admire the talent that I see on an everyday basis. The the, the talent yeah. is in, is insane. I mean, I have eleven year old guys hitting balls three hundred
0: feet. Like, I didn't hit a ball three hundred feet. Well, dude, that that video you posted that I slid up on, I was like, yeah. what in the hell? Yeah. What is that? What is that? That dude looks like he's fifteen Yeah, so old. that's that's. Uh, that was insane. That's uh, Jesse Soberal. So he
1: plays on he plays on my eleven U grit team and he's a he's a national guy. I mean he he he's playing at a at a facility every week and he also plays with the banditos uh down in down in Texas. So I mean it's yeah, it's it's just crazy the opportunities that these, these guys are having at such a young age. And and that's the huge difference. Yeah. I mean that that's every and, and the competition. I mean the competition level is is insane. I, I think I think travel ball is, is great in a lot of aspects, but I also think, you know, from that pressure side, it also, it also has some negatives on it too,
0: but that's a huge difference I see. You, yeah, dude. I mean, so I have to ask, so I'm going to ask you this. So like, I see what you're saying, like the competition's awesome. The competition's great. It's awesome to see these kids perform, but at, at what point? Let me see. How can I ask this without sending like super degrading? Let me see. So like, is it, is it too much to put, to make these kids like, like, you know, and I have an example. I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example. So my, so like I was, I was the kid. So I was the first in my family. I'm, I'm the oldest. Right. And it's me, my younger brother, who was an absolute stud. We're about to talk about. And then my sister, um, my sister's more of a brainiac. She's always been that way. He played athletics, but like was more into school and academics. And she went on to go to Texas A&M and she's a, a brainiac. That's, That's what really she like does. It. She's just, Super kid in the in the classroom. And like me and my brother were just that more of the athletes. That's just how it was. Um, and me being like kind of the guinea pig, I'm the first born, like my parents, you know, my dad and my mom didn't play, you know, travel ball sports, their parents couldn't afford it. It wasn't on their radar. They're like, you need to go work. Like that was their thing. Like, obviously with Hispanic heritage, that's kind of yeah. how things work down here. And, uh, so they're they're new to all this stuff, and I love baseball. And I'm playing like in our church leagues, like CYO, and you know people are like, we my dad was seeing kids and they're like, hey, that kid's pretty good. My son's pretty good. Like we should kind of put together a team maybe and play in like a, a little bit more of a competitive league. And that's kind of where it started. Like like crazy story, fun fact that people probably don't know. I never played a game a little league. I just wow. never did. It, and people think that's the craziest thing. I never did. Never played. Never played a game a little league. Went straight from like CYO, which is like the church league to select ball. And I just started when I was like 10, 11. But my brother see, at that point, my brother, so my dad found out about this whole other world, right? So he's like, Oh, there's select baseball, and we can have organizations. So my brother started really, young, like at seven or eight, because that's just where he was, right. And one thing I can say is that the talent that he developed was way more than mine, because he started at such an early age, and he saw competition at a very early age, like your kids, right? But, and, and here's what what kind of makes me sad, and it kind of scares me a little bit, is like, though he started so early, and and yes, by the time he got to high school, he never played a game on JV, yeah. switch hitter, like just loved baseball, just an absolute stud. By the time he got to that college point, he was like, man, I'm just, I don't want to yeah. play anymore. Like, I'm just so tired of it. I don't, I, he didn't, he felt, I think he fell out of love. And like, we're actually going to release that podcast, which is insane. I think it'll come right after this one. with oh, wow. you um and yeah so it'll be kind of cool it's a good listen it's a good listen not not so much on the baseball aspect but kind of like on what happens after baseball stuff like that but i'm kind of like okay so if he he can't be the only one i just don't i find it hard to believe that he's the only kid that went through all of this to the point where it's like now it really matters like you're gonna get your school paid for to play this game and he's just like i can't i just can't get myself to like love it where i'm good with like the 6 a.m workouts and then the four-hour practice after then going to class and doing homework he's just like i just don't want to do it anymore and I kind of respect it, but at the same time, I'm like, okay, if you're like this, like I just said, then there's got to be a whole bunch of kids that are feeling the same way. So that's what scares me about getting them in these situations. So that's, early. I mean, that's a, that's a great point.
1: I mean, burnout is huge. Uh, in in my personal opinion, I mean, there, you, you shouldn't be doing a a baseball thing every day. I mean, th- I see guys that are playing from September to September, I mean, playing games and mm-hmm. that was one of those. Yeah. Kids, and man. I mean, there's, There is so many kids out there that do that, and I think there's that disconnect between parent and child where it's like, who really wants to be doing this? Is this your dream that I'm that I'm (laughs) fueling, or is it really like the kid's dream? And I think that's where that comes. But the other thing is, you know, there's a huge difference from a kid that does something every day versus a kid that does something two, three times a week. I mean, the talent level on that aspect especially Mm -hmm. at a youth age is insane i mean the ground oh the ground that you could gain on another kid at at a young age just by practicing and getting out there every day is is insane but that burnout is huge i mean i personally don't like the kids playing games you know before april i think i think it's it's meaningless to be in a tournament in march when it's 30 degrees outside uh I, i but that's I mean, development. <laughs> development should always be the main goal, and like you know, like you had stated, like mm-hmm. like you had said at the beginning, like these little things like rundowns, cutoffs, how to mm-hmm. how to receive a, a a throw from the catcher the right way, how to track a pop fly, yes. mm-hmm. how to pick off at eleven years old, how to hold the runner on the running game, like all these things, like that's why travel ball is so valuable because these kids are not going to get that anywhere else. So it's like these little mm-hmm. things that they're learning are huge, and if development is the most important thing, then I'm all for it. I'm all for it. If it's just game, mm-hmm. game, 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 what's what's getting done? Yeah, are man. you getting any better? are, are, are you just going to burn yourself out because that's where the arm injury comes. That's where mm-hmm. you know not wanting to play anymore comes because you have you know you're over for 20 the last two weekends. So mm-hmm. if development's the main thing, I'm all for it. I don't think kids will get burned out developing. And I think it just needs to stick to development. Yeah.
0: You know what's funny, man? Like I have a kid. Like I said, I have this one kid on my team. Um, I'll name him. His name's Tristan, bro. And he is an absolute stud. But there's one thing about him that's different, right? So, like this, I'm talking this kid, bro, will have multi-home run games, like, like easily, just like like he'll he's our leadoff guy, and he'll just start up a game first pitch of season. he'll send it like 50 feet over yeah. the fence, like it's like nothing. Like he just hadn't even taken a swing he's like so free and lo- like these this kid is good he's like silky on the infield as a shortstop I mean he looks good bro I'm like this kid is a d1 guy I can see it now and I, the, the cool thing and this is how I relate to how you're saying you've coached these guys since they were nine now they're 11 watching them yeah. develop is so like rewarding it's insane like watching him like I watched him as a fifth grader and a sixth grader now I'm watching him about to go to high school the same high school that I went to which is even, even cooler and he's an absolute stud I'm just like oh my god but like His parents, like I was talking to his dad the other day, because they came by the store to buy him a new glove and stuff. And we're talking and he's like, hey, you know, because I was like, hey, is Tristan playing select? He goes, hey, Tristan hasn't played travel ball in two years. And I'm sitting here going, okay. And he goes, but he's like, he's not playing travel ball. But he goes, we're working multiple times a week when y'all aren't playing in season, right? He's like, we're working. We're teaching, we're taking reps, we're working out, we're running. And I'm just like, that's what it should be like. He's treated like, which is kind of like, and it, it can be split both ways. You can be like, okay, that's a bit much treating him like a professional athlete in the off season. Like he's like getting working, but I'm like, and his dad obviously is a baseball head, man. The dude played his whole life. He still plays in like recreational men's league. So he knows the game. Like he just knows baseball and he's just like, I have no, and I asked him, I was like, you don't think that that would hurt. But obviously before we're having this conversation, I think that gives me a little more insight to his thought process um but he was like yeah he goes think about it he goes we work and we play all summer when y'all aren't playing you know these past three years obviously I've coached him and in the fall he goes we kind of take it easy we're more or less just hitting once or twice a week just loosening up his arm he goes but um he goes now as he goes into high school he goes yeah he's going to be playing summer ball like I'm sticking him back in a in a, in a league or a, um, a college league or something like that he goes but these past couple years he goes i I knew he was going to be getting reps with you he goes i know you know your game you coach him well like i knew that for those next two years after he met me as a sixth grader he's like i don't need to put this kid in the league in the spring because he's getting everything in that he needs every day and i'm like if only parents thought that way because then there's obviously other kids on my team that they'll go we'll play a tournament on the weekend and then they're playing a game whatever time that ends they're rushing to take their kid to a whole other baseball tournament And i'm just like give the kid a rest and that's when like they they and I've seen it too many times where these kids are doing that, bro. And like, like prime example, I was coaching on Friday, kid makes a simple error, like the simplest error. And I mean, he had a meltdown, bro, a yeah. melt like at third base. And I'm like, hey, dude, relax. What what just happened? You look like you just got shot. Like, what, <laughs> what's going on? He goes, I missed the, I missed the ball. I, I missed. And I'm just like, dude, you're a sixth grader, dude. Like, you, know, you can go watch the world no i know i'm like this this is like there's not this is a seating game too like it does not matter like relax we're not taking you off off the field you're not gonna get benched like you can go at the world baseball classic was going on at the time i was like i bet you, if you go home and watch the world baseball classic you'll see five of those in the, in the five pool games you watch of what you just did like there's pros making the same error. like you have to just relax and there's a bunch of pressure on these kids bro and i'm watching it and i'm like oh my yep. gosh over a miss over a bobble ground ball, bro. He didn't even miss it. He just couldn't make the, the transfer. And I was like, calm down, man. So I I s back to the pressure thing. I'm like, oh my God, this is a lot for kids, man. So I I it's just a lot to take in. It it time.
1: really is. I mean, like and and that's the that's the thing, that's my philosophy as a coach. Like, again, you're you're eleven years old. Does this really matter? Like how much does it really matter? <laughs> like, A, you're not yeah. gonna get a college scholarship off of this. Be like, (laughs) just just enjoy playing with your buddies. Like, enjoy the game, enjoy learning the game, and like, that's Mm -hmm. where like, as a coach, you make an error. Like, hey, shake it off. Learn learn how to. That's that's what I try to like, learn how to carry yourself so that when you make the error at the high school level, you you don't run into the problem where it's like, oh, I'm losing my mind, and then you get benched and you're never back on the field. So like
0: yeah cuz you didn't get out of your mental game and that game. and
1: that's the thing where like these parents like a lot of parents don't understand where it's like I'm going to go crazy on my kid cuz I had an over four game and they they made three errors when it's like hey let's teach them the psychological and like mental um ways to like get over this failure cuz they're 11 years old let's not right. scar them for the rest of their <laughs> you know baseball career
0: <laughs> yeah so cuz that does it, it does the opposite effect man it doesn't it doesn't do you like you ripping your kid in the car on the way home, like there's always those memes where oh, yeah. you get getting ripped on the way home after you yeah. suck. Like, it's funny. It's funny, but it's so true. At the same time, it's kind of like all of us went through oh, that at one point. Like, we're all getting skull. Like, you're scared to go home. You're like, oh, man, I just, I just got shelled out here. I don't want to get in the car with my dad. Like, I'm about to get ripped. Like, But it's true. Like, a lot of times, like, had I just been like, like, I know I screwed up. Yeah, I know I didn't perform. It's not rocket science. Like, you don't have to tell me twice. Like, those kids feel the same yeah. way, man. But um, yeah, getting away. So we'll get away from Select a little bit. So we'll go into you a little bit more. So you, you played your two years. Obviously, you said you were done with the game. You were, you were finished. What, what was the, the momentum that brought you back into like the coaching. Cause obviously before you, well, I want to get into the Instagram and your, in your social profile. Cause I think that's phenomenal. You're doing some really good stuff, but before we get that, cause there had to have been something that preceded that. So what, what brought you in back to the, ba- what, what told you like, okay, it's time I should, I should get back. Yeah. Here.
1: So the thing that really brought me back into the game was just like, I knew that I had a a gift. Like I knew that I, I knew that I had a, mm. a purpose uh, through the game. Uh, l- mm. Like I'd said, I lost, I lost my mom at a really young age and like baseball was all I had. So I know baseball more Mm -hmm. than I know anything else. So in my opinion, it was like, do you really want to walk away from something that's been, you know, your whole life or, or do you want to try to rekindle this love? And uh, I think Mm -hmm. just realizing like, Hey, it's, it's more than just, it's, it's more than a game. Uh, It's going to do a lot of things for you. Uh, You're really good at it. And, and it's something you love. I think that really intrigued me to say, you know what, let's let's get back into the game. Let's 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 try this coaching out. Let's let's see where I could go with this. Let's try to impact uh, impact the kids from a in, a in a different way. Let's try to use the game to impact impact lives and and guide people uh, to hopefully some success yeah. down the road
0: cool so and then so this organization did you know somebody there or was it kind of something that that you that, like coach asked you to come by like hey we really need you out here was it one of those deals or was it kind of like hey I, I want to just help out where I can and, and it kind of blew it ca- it
1: was honestly just like a right place like right time uh thing I was yeah, I like you. I said I was sent home my freshman year for COVID so it was like January on I had really nothing to do I mean everybody was kind of just sitting inside but <laughs> the travel sports were still yeah. going which was like the craziest thing and yeah they were like kind of still going so i was like i was and and i had coached like previously for the organization uh so i just like was kind of like hey can i can i can i take a team and and uh you know our owner was was gracious enough to to give a 18 year old kid a a full-time team to coach and (laughs) run and and i've kind of just taken it from there and like i said now i'm now i'm doing uh lessons evaluations uh defensive stuff so it's really blossom
0: from there. Mm-hmm. That's awesome, dude. Like, and, and so y'all playing, so I know you, so a I, I question more or less for the geographical area, right? So like y'all are up there. Like, I think it's so crazy, bro. Cause like, we talked to like, obviously we talked to a lot of vendors and I talked to a lot of guys and, you know, there's like force threes up in Connecticut. i talked to a buddy of mine, Matt Christensen, his son plays. They're up in, um, where are they up? Um, Nebraska, like, and I'm always like, Hey, it's like January rolls around in Texas, dude. It's baseball crazy. season. Like we're like, it's like a universal – it's nuts, but, like, a, it's a universal thing. Like, on MLK Day, that's when, like, all of San Antonio – at least just because I grew up here, and it's the same as it is now because my my, uh, my mom's godson plays at the high school that I went to. So I always talk to them, and they're like, yeah, tryouts on the 21st. I'm like, it's been tryouts on the 21st in San Antonio since – for, like, 15 years, man. It's like – so it's crazy. Like, we, we've we been playing. Like, those guys, like, even in JUCO like my JUCO year, like like, my JUCO years, we were playing, like, the third week of January, bro. Like, we're going. Like, it's full season. Like, we're playing our season. So – when does, like, baseball season officially start up there? Because, like, I know you said, like, April rolls around. Now yeah. we're playing. I'm like, holy crap. We've been playing for three months at this point. So when do y'all really, like, start? Like, when? How, what's that process so, like?
1: So as far as the high school season, the high school season always starts, uh, I think it's the first Friday of March uh, in, in New Jersey. Oh,
0: so, man. yeah, you, you pretty much okay. have
1: to wait till March for the spring seasons to, to roll around as far as high school uh, sports. And like I said, I mean, there's in the winter, there's snow on the ground. So you really have to, as a player in, yeah. the, in the Northeast, you have to make it a point to yourself to get your work in. I mean, there's the greatest thing about up here is, you know, obviously you can't get on a field in, in January, but the amount of facilities here is just, it's insane. I mean, they, every five miles okay. you'll, you'll see a baseball facility or a sports facility of some sort. So it's kind of just like in those winter months, like you have to take it upon yourself to – to get better nobody's gonna, like, like, like mm-hmm. I said, you can't get out on the field with your buddies like you have to make it a point to get better yourself and that's where like the travel baseball comes in because all these facilities are owned for for travel baseball and have travel baseball feed right. th- uh, fed through them yeah. so like we practice two days a week three days a week in the winter so that's where that training aspect comes in so it's like guys that aren't playing travel ball it's like how are you getting your work in like you have to have a hitting instructor, you have to have a fielding instructor, you have to find a way to get your work in. So it's 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 crazy up here.
0: Yeah. It's funny that you say that, man, because I hadn't so like I was telling you before, you know, our headquarters is in Missouri. And I had never been to Missouri. There was actually it's funny because like I was supposed to go, there's been two separate occasions. I was supposed to go to like meet management and just like kinda like do stuff and collab with guys that I cause most of my work is not here. It's actually everybody I work with is actually up there. Everything I do is like always remote because I'm still here. And I was supposed to go to Missouri, like two different times. One time I got the flu. One time there was like a family emergency with my girlfriend. So we didn't make it. And I finally got to go like, like, uh, I think it was the beginning of um, beginning of March. I was there right this past month. And I'm looking around and we had a we had a demo day where we had a lot of bat vendors come and we had a lot of kids come in and they test out all the new bats and they get to swing them. And That's it's whole you know, It's fun. We have them here too. Yeah. Yeah. It's really cool. And everyone's, you know, you're checking out all the new bats and kids are swinging them. They get to buy them at a discount. It's a pretty, it's a pretty cool concept, really cool event. And I was up there and I was like, wow, these facilities, like, like for lack of a better word, they shit oh, on the facilities shit. we have down here, but, but it's like a trade-off man. Cause it's like, cause at the same time, like a lot of the facilities we have, especially just talking on San Antonio, like there's some really good ones, there's some really nice ones, but nothing on the level that you guys have up North. Like, I mean, like I was the facility I saw, I was like, you could roll up the cages and like full field, like you're, you can have a full game in there. Like it is nuts. And I was like, we have zero like that. Cause it's like, but you know, you, you drive down San Antonio, there's baseball field, baseball field, baseball field, baseball, they're everywhere, but no facilities. And I'm like, I kind of wish it was flipped, man. Cause I would love to play like indoor baseball. Cause it just, it just looks such a cool concept, man. It's so cool. It really is cool. I mean, and
1: like I said, like these facilities are everywhere because you have like, you can get on a field. Mm -hmm. That's that trade off where it's like, you have to find somewhere to work out. You have to find somewhere to hit. Mm-hmm. And everybody up here – and that, and I guess, like, that's the other thing, too, with, like, everybody has a hitting coach. Everybody has a pitching coach. Everybody has a fielding coach where it's like, wow. Like, the, baseball is is pretty serious where it's like everybody has all of these resources, and
0: it's like people are using them. You got to that, – that's how you get your work. You have to. I believe it, man. So, so you start coaching – um, when did the, inst- what, what, what told you, like, I'm going to start posting like these little, just like, but like, I find them so valuable, bro. I, I really do like your videos. Like if I could blow them up and show them to my team on a daily basis, I would, because there's such like, it's things that I'm trying to teach them. But at the same time, I'm like, I love what you're saying. Like I do. Cause it's, it's right. It's the right way to play the game. But I'm like, I want to teach them that stuff. And I'm like, I have to teach them three steps before we even get to that point. We have to teach them how to actually catch the ball properly. And like. Actually, when you go in to grab a forcing because a lot of these will just go in and grab it and just launch it, and they have balls sailing fifty feet this way. if it, There's no consistency, so I'm like, I really want to show them the content, but I'm like, I have to show them like four steps before we even get to that point. And I'm like, so, but anyway, so what? What was like? I'm gonna start posting. What was there like something you saw? I was like, I need to, I need to say something. I need to put something out there. Like what was the, what was the calling to start doing? So honestly, like I started the Instagram account,
1: coach Jack Miller. Again, I started that account, Mm -hmm. uh, January of last year. Um, just to kind of like, okay, like I said, I took a semester off. So I was kind of trying to like find some different outlets to really like get myself out there as a coach. Uh, cause that's really all I was doing for a six Mm -hmm. month period was just coaching. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, wanted to figure out a way how to get myself out there and uh, started posting. You know, just like like everybody else posts. Uh, you know, their guys they hit with, uh, their teams and stuff. That's kind of what mm-hmm. I posted. And then uh, rolling back around, I think I started. You know, the the finger wag, the incorrect versus correct. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I started those videos like probably right around February, uh, just because like on Instagram and on Twitter and on YouTube and all these platforms, like it's. I feel like it's all tailored to parts of the game that like mm-hmm. are just huge, like the, the exit yeah. velocity and the launch angle and spin rate and all of these like statistics that a, a kid that's maybe like less than 14, like nothing doesn't matter to them. Like there's really not much like <laughs> that these young kids are going to get out of all yeah. that content. So I was like, what's the way that I could really like break the game down uh, and and mm-hmm. show it to to the world where it's like I need to be able to do these little things right to get to the point mm-hmm. that that these other videos are are showing me and it's just I, I yeah. feel like the content right now that's out there is just so flooded with stuff that you don't know if it's right or you don't know if it's wrong or you don't know if I watch. And it's like, you know, every, like on social media, you can make yourself look like, you know, you're, you're the next coming of like the Yankees head coach, but it's, yeah, and that's why I really wanted to start doing these correct versus incorrect videos where it was like, Hey, this is what I shouldn't be doing. And what I'm probably doing right now on the field every day, but here's the correct way to do the little things that, that are going to matter. So that, that's really where all this started. And and it's kind of just taken off. I didn't, I really... I didn't expect it to take off the way it did, uh, but the ideas are endless. There's so many aspects. There's, so, There's much. so many aspects. There's so much you can do. So many aspects of the game that need to be covered. I mean, like you could break the game up: defense, base running, pitching, um, and hitting. And I mean, just thinking about the little yeah. things that no high school coach or no college coach goes over because they're expected to be known it's like
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's, it's not known it, it's just not i mean on a daily basis mm-hmm. i see kids do the, the the small things wrong and these you know i get i get all the hate comments and i lo- i love to read them because it's like no, yeah. nobody does these little things right and it's just like everybody thinks they know everything and it's yeah. it's just crazy it, and and it it blew it blew up and and like i said i think there's definitely room for for kids to gain knowledge from this stuff
0: you know, it's funny. It's funny that you say that about like the the exit velo and the launch angle and the all that crap. Because like like, like cause we use Hit Tracks. I use it for all our yeah, videos, right? But great. I do it mostly because it, it's. I'm like I have like a love hate with it, bro. Hit. I really do. I really have a love hate with it. Because you know, like especially like, and I'm not gonna like sit here and talk shit about the bad bros because I've been talking to Cam and they, they do some really good stuff. And a lot of it, I think, in my opinion, and I would say it to them is it's for entertainment purposes. It's fun to watch. It's fun. It's satisfying for a base next baseball player to watch the videos. Cause you like to see them take daddy oh, yeah. acts and see how hard they can yeah. hit it. And it's cool and it's fun and it's entertaining. I'll give them that. But like, I think to a certain extent, it's kind of like messing with kids minds a little bit because they're like, okay. And then at the same time you have the parents that are privileged enough to buy their kids, all these bats. And they're like, well, He's swinging this bat. I, I see it on a daily basis. Like, oh, he hit the ball 150 with that bat. I got to go buy that one now for my kid. And he goes, oh, well, last week it was that bat. That was right now. He's saying that this bat's better. I'm going to go buy this. And I'm just like, dude, take a step back. Relax. Your kid needs one bat because he swings one at a time. And it does not matter how hard he's hitting it if he's getting singles and he's hitting the ball and he's hitting double – There's no stat cast for 11 to 15 year old kids at their select baseball tournaments. If they're getting on base and they like the way the bat swings and they're hitting the ball, why switch it up? It does the stats and all that do not matter. The hit tracks does not matter. Like the launch angle does not matter. Just go out there and just swing and just hit. And if it feels good, it's great. Hit the ball go exactly. Ball Hit out. the damn ball. It's not that complicated. That, that's what's like, dude. It's. I feel like that's
1: changing the game so much, where it's not just like, "Hey, go ball out." Like, that's that's what you have to do. <laughs> yeah. Like, go ball out. Go make a name for yourself, and, and like everything else is just eye wash. Like, learn how to play the game the right way. Like, and a, a video that I posted the other day was like, or yesterday actually, like just your like your presence in the dugout, like. Not many mm-hmm. coaches talk about that. Not many coaches talk about Yeah. get up no. off the bench like it, and these like these little things like they need to be taught rather than like hey, let me go pick up the you know, the newest this or let me let me go with the best mm-hmm. technology. Like there's more to the game. Like you need to get better before you oh, can yeah. before you can grab these
0: things that are going to make you better. Like that's that's the biggest thing. Yeah, dude. I I agree on so many levels, because I, I see that and like, especially like, talking to some of the bad vendors they are like, man, we appreciate your videos because you take like even swings because and that's one of the things when I first started doing bad reviews, I was trying to make them and like make my videos like I'm swinging 100 miles an hour because I want to just swing out of my shoes to make it look great. And I, after a while, I thought, you know, especially like our last latest video I did, I, I made it a point. I was like, I'm going to take like game games. Yeah. I'm going to take like, I'm swinging, I'm timing it up and I'm swinging to, to just get on base. And that that hit more eyes and stuff like that, and that's what people love more. is like okay, because it doesn't matter. You can take, you can be a cage crusher, dude. You can drop, you can swing as hard as you can and hit the balls as hard as you can in the cage, which everyone knows a cage crusher. You see oh, them all yeah. the time. They smash in the cage and you put them in the game, and they're just like, I have no idea what's happening. And it's a, it's a real thing. We've all played with the guys that do that. They're big old dudes, and they. But you you toss them one of these, and they can't they can't hit it. They can't okay. hit water. if They fall out of a boat with it. And I'm like, I'd rather sit back and like give you an honest review. I'm like, I'm going to work outside. I'm going to work up the middle. I'm going to pull. I'm going to start showing you how this bat actually performs with a realistic swing to show you like, hey, this bat may not jump off the page with 150 mile an hour exit below. But I like the way it felt. I was able to spray gaps. I felt that on the edge of the barrel, I got jammed. I got, I got fisted, whatever you want to call it. And it still performing i was still spraying gaps i was putting balls here and there that's what matters more in my opinion then i'm gonna see how far i like eric sim i'm gonna see if i can hit this ball over the train yeah. tracks it. like and it's fun it's all good i love it dude i love it it's building the game and it's making it more exciting but at the same time i'm like man it, it might be hurting a little bit of these kids and their perceptions of how they should be playing yeah. baseball in my opinion No, well, i
1: think it does too because where it's like you know you they're trying you're trying to emulate something that's like really not possible like that's that's kind of the thing and it's like you know you could you could spend an hour of your time trying to do one thing the wrong way and then you waste all that time Mm -hmm. and then it's like oh where am i at now i didn't get any better so that that's the thing it's like (laughs) watch like i'm trying to put out this content that's gonna get kids better (laughs) that's gonna Mm -hmm. teach kids to play the game the right way play have all the fundamentally sound aspects that they need to to perform and and also talk about the things that i feel really aren't talked about uh on an everyday basis like i mm-hmm. you know coming out uh i'll have i'll have videos as far as like how parents should act how uh how the kids should act how umpires should act so like i have so many streams of, of videos that will be coming out soon and also i'm starting to work with That's you awesome. know various companies i'm starting to work with axe bat uh starting to work with there you go. I saw your post, dude. Bat yeah. is awesome. I love this guy. Yeah, He's I just crazy. met up with uh, with Tyler the other day uh, from Axbat. Uh, yeah. Had a great with him. He's yeah. a great dude. And uh, working with Pocket Radar Valley Training Glove. Okay. Uh,
0: Valley, dude. We just we actually just did a brand deal with Valley. They're doing all our training gloves. I think I think it's training gloves, or we're actually selling our gloves. One of the two. But I'm oh, a huge fan, dude. Stuff. I saw them at the ABCA their stuff's awesome. awesome dude i love them over there and, and like i'm working with all these companies now and
1: like they're sending me out products and you know also it's like how to you how to utilize these things correctly correctly that's that's mm-hmm. the other thing too it's like yeah man how to actually use a pocket radar to help me how to actually use uh you know one of the valley training gloves to help me so like the incorrect versus mm-hmm. correct part of that too is huge because like there's all this technology out there there's all these new training aids out there but if you're not going to use them right you're not getting any better so it's like
0: they're useless yeah Yeah, they're not so
1: knowing how to use things correctly versus you know incorrectly is another thing that that'll be coming out shortly too so you know the opportunities are coming and and I'm, i'm ready to take them so that's that's the thing there it's where it's like how to use something correct versus incorrect to get you better
0: yeah, man. So I gotta ask. So Axe, they sent you some bats to swing. Or are you gonna like give them away? What's going on with Axe, bro? You gotta tell me because we do a lot of stuff yes. with Axe too. I don't know if you can say it yet. So but. Axe, uh, they they actually gave me three bats. Two of which are out now, and and one that's
1: not out right now. So I gotta keep, I gotta keep that quiet. Okay. But uh, I I uh, I know exactly which one you're talking about because we have it. Oh, I'm here sure here. I'm I'm you know see. exactly what it is. Uh, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. yeah, they sent me a few bats. Uh that I'm just going to be doing a lot of videos about as far as like, what's new with the handle. Uh, cause I don't know if you've, you've noticed they have, they, they have a new mm-hmm. style handle. now oh, flared, flared. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So just like letting people know, you know, the difference between the flared handle and the real handle. And, uh, also as far as just, you know, letting people know that these are really good bats like Axe bat are Dude. are great bats. Like there, there's a reason why like, mm-hmm. you know, guys like Mookie Betts are swinging an ax handle and, and stuff like that. Like these, Mm -hmm. the the axe handle is is meaningful like people need to start realizing how much it actually does for your swing and and direction of barrel path and things like that so i'm i'm really excited for to to use these bats show everybody how they how they work what what features they have but yeah i think i'm also i'll probably definitely probably give one away at some point um you should yeah definitely will give one away at some point i i also have like other things that companies are so i'm trying to do giveaways as, as much as i can definitely definitely that's going to be in the in the work soon
0: so make sure you guys you guys give me a follow if you want to win an axe bat oh dude we, yeah dude for sure uh but it's funny dude you know what's funny you say that about axe bat dude because when i grew up you know axe has been around for a long time obviously you know you know that they've been around forever um but like back in the day you used to like i used to like i was so caught up in like oh i love Merchie and i love Louisville all these like east and all these big time bat companies it's like and then axe Bat rolls around you're like that's weird i don't want to even I'm not, I'm not messing with that. And now like literally 10 plus years later, you know, we work with Axbat and they're like, Hey, we want you to review our bats and we want you to give one away. I'm like, at the very beginning, I was literally like, "I." we work with Jake a lot. I love Jake over there, man. And like, I was like, yeah, yeah, we'll do it. You know, I'm not, I'm not expecting much. Like I've just never been an Axbat guy. It's going to be weird in my hands. I was really nervous. And that dude, the, I know you got the strato. I saw you had the yeah. strato. That bat blew me, bro. That bat blew me away. I, that was, to this day, I think that's probably one of my favorite bats it's of the year. I, and I said that, although it's hot, dude. That thing is hot. But even like that bat was hot and it felt, it just feels so full when you swing it and like your hands with the ax handle, it just, like the way you hold it, it your, your arm, your bat path is so much smoother and you get a lot more extension through the zone with that bat. It's insane. It's nuts. I was like blown away, but the events probably- oh, took the, took the cake. I think that was up to like 98 or something like that. I was smashing balls with it. It feels awesome. You, oh, they gave but me,
1: yeah, the, uh, they gave me the Avenge Pro uh, drop eight for u triple and that mm-hmm. bat is juiced. I mean, out of the wrapper, it is so hot. I'm I'm so excited to see the team and my coach really? swing it because these balls are going to be destroyed <laughs> with this bat. Dude,
0: it's, That bat, I haven't swung that one just because I stay away from the youth bats because I just don't, you know, And like maybe like I guess like maybe when like schooly season ends, I'll probably invite some younger guys out to come review those for us and tell me how they feel because I just like don't see the point in a grown man swinging drop eight, drop nine bat. Like, of course, bat, they're going to fly off and my bat speed is going to be off the charts with it. It makes no sense for me to swing it. Like, let's get a kid in here and be like, what do you think about it? Do you like it? Does it feel weird? Like, that's more beneficial in my eyes, but. But yeah dude your kids are gonna love it i've like that's probably been one of our top sellers of the year yep. honestly that that blue and white one dude people love that bat but but the, going back on the other one that i'm huge on is is pocket radar man pocket radars changing the game dude everyone for the longest time was like stalker has to be stalker like Rap soto and i i actually just got one i got a smart coach and i'm waiting because we're going to go up and drive up to dallas this next weekend i'm gonna catch my buddy who plays for the salt dogs up in, oh, wow. in lincoln He's a big old dude. He's, he's actually been on the podcast. His name's Carson. If you want to, you want to check him out. He's a crazy dude, man. He's like six five, two fifty. He throws like heat, bro. And it's a funny story. Like, and it kind of goes back to what we first started on, man. Like these guys, like, like I, he was my throwing partner for two years in Juco. Like he's my buddy. Like I've known him forever and like to see him go on and he got drafted by the Tigers and COVID kind of screwed that up and he's still trying to make it work. And I respect it, man. So I'm like, yeah, dude, let's go get some, condo. let's go film some stuff, dude. Like, it'll be fun. Like, and we're gonna take the pocket radar out there for the first time. I'm gonna try it out and see what it's like. So I'm super pumped, man! Like, and I think it's awesome, bro. You're doing some really great stuff, dude. Like, obviously, brands are realizing that your content's valuable and you got a lot of retention. Like, that's yeah. sick, dude. So, how, how does that feel? That you how do, how does it feel that like people are actually like listening to you and they're respecting what you're saying? And, like, do you feel that you have some sort of like? You feel pressure. I've always wanted to ask, like, to to give content, or do you just know, like, what you're feeding is the, is right, and this is what the game should be like, and you have a lot of confidence in that. Or is there ever any like, I don't know if I should post this. Is there anything like that? So that's that? actually like a great question, because
1: uh, like you know, I'm mm-hmm. 22 years old. I just turned 22. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm yeah. like not to not to make anybody feel old, but I'm am a young guy. <laughs> like
0: I'm, I'm really yeah, young, no. and like,
1: yeah. um, I. I've had to build social skills to be able to to sit in an environment like this or to sit in a meeting uh that, that not many people are, mm-hmm. are able to do and it's like um there's definitely like I, I hear the noise. I, I hear the hate around around mm-hmm. me. I know that people are talking trash about my about my pain. I, I know that people I personally know and see on an everyday basis probably yeah. are talking oh, about yeah. me behind my back. I know that. Like, um, I think it's mm-hmm. just not letting it ever affect me because to be honest with you, mm-hmm. like this, this Instagram and it, it's a dream come true. Like it, it really is like yeah. being able to do this and, and work with companies that I've either bought stuff from or, you know, used their products <laughs> yeah, for my whole career. And it's, it's really a dream come true. It's a, it's a blessing. Like, uh, and, and like I said, I hear the noise around me. Um, but I don't think there, there's never really like a hesitation to post something because uh, deep down, I really, I know that this is impacting people. I know that it's, that it's being mm. seen by the right people. And I, and I know that it's, it's going to help people. And, and regardless of what anybody thinks, like I'm going to be here for for years to come. I think Jack Miller is not, <laughs> is not going anywhere. Yeah, man. And, and content is unlimited. And, and like, and the, these cat, and I don't think people read the captions. I I wish people read mm. what I put in my captions, because what i articulate in the captions explains everything that's in the video um so if you can't take yeah. anything away from the video click more on the caption and it's and you know the
0: and, and the two it, yeah.
1: paragraphs that i write there are more meaningful than anything and 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 like i said it's a, it's a dream come true. mean, working with Axpat, working with pocket radar working with baseball express i mean i've bought stuff from baseball express for yeah. for years and just to finally like be recognized to a level where it's like, wow, like he has some equity in the game. Like what he's mm-hmm. saying, you do, bro. Like, what you he's do. saying means stuff. And I think like a lot of people look down on me cause I am so young. And I think, uh, being so young creates this, this mindset of a lot of people where it's like, okay, you know, he might not know as much as he thinks he knows. Um, but, and, yeah. and that's, mm-hmm. that's a, a battle that I have every single day, but it's like, I've had a lot of experiences that, you know, 40 year olds haven't had. Uh, and I think oh, yeah. that that's where I'm really like able to fuel myself where it's like these, these things that have happened to me as far as a baseball player, as far as a person and as far as like a student uh, are able to to help people. And that that's really what I want to do. I just like keep, I know. keep helping youth baseball players and keep helping baseball players become the best version of their self.
0: Yeah, dude, I think that's, that's awesome. You know, it's funny that you say that, because like, I think like, w- with how, how big of a following you've amassed, I think that no matter, there's going to be some followers in there that are going to follow you just to talk oh, shit yeah. to you. I mean, it's just, with how big of a following you have, it's inevitable. You know, like you hear like, I don't know if you know David Goggins. Yeah, or David yeah, David I do. He's like the ultra yeah. runner, you know, he's <laughs> He's a little bit of an extremist, but I know that he'll take comments. Like I was reading his latest book. He'll take the comments he gets on Instagram and he'll record himself <laughs> saying them and then put them on his run so that he like goes further. And I think that's just the funniest thing. Cause it's like anywhere you go, dude, there's going to be someone who's going to talk shit about oh, yeah. you. who's going to say, you don't know what you're talking about. That's wrong. And especially on a, on your platform, which has been magnified to as big as it is, it's inevitable, bro. But like you should just keep posting. I mean, your your value things that you post and this is why i was so keen on having you on because i i kind of like this hand select and be like okay well this guy has some stuff this guy's unless you're a pro guy right it's like as we're as uh, you know we're starting to kind of bleed into like where i wanted to have you on and we're going to start talking to vendors and different different kind of social profiles with people that are that are connected to the game because pro guys are all gone man all my buddies yeah. are they reported two months ago and indie ball guys leaving two weeks so i'm kind of like okay we got to find a different content structure here and uh I was like you fit perfectly because i i sit back and i was i like one day i think uh, my girlfriend i was just rolling through I was like this guy's got some good stuff like i saw it i thought it was funny you did the thing and i was like oh this is interesting like i but like at the same time as like entertaining as it was it was in what i've been taught it was correct information i was like we gotta have this guy like this guy knows what he's talking about you know it wasn't just like a one video gimmick it wasn't like i went viral off of one post it was like that's good content that's good content that's good content i was like holy crap this is all real stuff and I think that like coaching is like kind of, it's tra- it's like transformed into this because I was talking to a buddy of mine who we also had. His name's Chase Andrews, the stronghold catcher. Yeah, I think I have. Him. I think I've come across his account. Yeah, we had him on. It- it's insane, bro. Like he does all of his stuff and everything he does is all from people he's met and done on social media. And his entire business is internet based. And he's just like this insane catching yeah. coach. And he'll just travel around and do clinics. And I'm like, that, you look back 10 years, that was never possible. You'd have to have like, I needed to have a facility i needed to have lessons and clientele and i needed to coach for an organization and like that's how you kind of get your name but now you have guys like yourself and him and i'm sure there's numerous others i haven't had a chance to meet or look upon but you guys are changing the way coaching is being done like there's now online baseball yeah. coaches like that is insane dude like to think about like that's how much the game has transformed it's it's you know
1: it's that's a thing like i've done online hitting clients like i have a couple buddies um that i played with in college like you know if they ever if they ever need anything like hey shoot me a facetime let me look at your swing like that's a thing this the technology side of it uh you know i've been lucky to take some college courses that that have helped me as far Mm -hmm. as like the technology side of things and how to you know how to do things that maybe not many people know but but yeah like i i want to build a brand where it's like i could i could make a name for myself and i could live off the coach jack miller brand i want to be i want to be the guy that You know everybody comes to for information whether it's you know whether you're six years old and you're a father that's trying to find some information for your for your son or you know a guy that's 22 in his last year college ball and just just needs an outlet to say you know what i i need to take a step back i need to i need to have a smile on my face i need to remember where my roots of the game came from and and i think just targeting all types of audiences is, is huge and like like i said like i'm gonna have videos where parents showing how parents need to act shit like there's it, it's yeah. it's a lot of outlets and i and i and i hope that I, i'm changing the game in a positive way i hope that people see the information that i'm putting out and just saying that this, this guy can this guy can make an impact and that, that's all i'm trying to do
0: yeah man i think that's that's what else could you ask for right as a coach that's all you that should be the impact you should have it should never be about the cash and never be about who you're coaching the clientele the people you're working with Not dude it's about the people that you're giving the kids that you have in front of you making an impact on them. And then obviously they'll make an impact and it kind of just flourishes. Right. So that's kind of like, I think that's a, that's a good philosophy you have, man. So I know we're, we hit the hour mark. I don't want to keep you too long, give you part of your day back. But so I know you're coaching 11U you now, you've been coaching the same group, I think for two years, yeah. you said, and you're still going to school, you're graduating. So what's next for Jack Miller as as you graduate from college, as as that all gets put behind you, you're going to be coaching. Do you have maybe aspirations to coach at a higher level? Like, you, are you going to try to expand the Jack Miller brand, or are you going to maybe say, "I'm going to still do the Jack Miller, but I do want to have my hand in like an elite group of kids." Maybe I go coach a high school varsity. Maybe I go try to coach college. What's what's the plan? What what, what do you have on the docket as of as of today? Yes,
1: yeah, so so life is crazy. I think it's crazy for everybody, but. Uh, yeah. This just came at me pretty fast, but what's next for, for coach Jack Miller is, is graduating college, uh, getting that out of the way. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, hopefully at some point I'm able to just have my, I would love to have my own facility. Just a one, I, all I want is a one cage facility. I just want a one cage facility. There you go. I want to hit tracks. I, I want to do lessons. I want to, I want to coach the best. I want to coach an elite group of kids mm-hmm. and I want to travel all over the place with those kids. I want to, that's, that's yeah. kind of what I want to do. I think, just uh there's a there's a lot of people that try to influence and try to you know, try to get in and, and do something together. But I'm I'm kind of a lone soldier in, in a in a way where it's like I love to sit in a cage one on one with somebody and just just have conversations about hitting and, and things like that. So just like a, a one cage facility that has absolutely everything in it and just being able to coach a team that that's got twelve of the most elite kids that I possibly can have on the squad. You just you go. travel everywhere and play everywhere and meet new people uh see new faces talk to new companies that that's that's kind of where I hope this all heads
0: yeah man well dude I guess I'm gonna say this now maybe you come with us to ABCA okay. next year dude you can come with the baseball express that would be, be that would That'd be, be cool. pretty might might have to facilitate that dude. have you been to
1: Texas I before? haven't honestly let's see like I've been stuck
0: in, I've been stuck in this northeast
1: for for so long where it's like College is just holding me down. Like you know the grind is <laughs> Yeah, you got class, you got class, you got school, you can't really go. I'm do so much, held right down man. by school That's and tough. it's like I'm trying to grow myself um on a baseball side so much mm-hmm. where it's like I still have to focus on school, but anything, man. A B C that'd be crazy.
0: Yeah, so like I know, you know, we went last year was my first year going, man, and it was that was it was it was awesome, dude. It was like the biggest and baddest baseball yeah. brands all like joining into this massive play it was just like it was so eye opening there was like pro guys there i mean i met at hurdle like there's just so many people there that you just meet that's just insane dude like so i know we left last year and uh, one of our guys was like hey like cuz i'm i'm friends with Jose Trevino we talk a lot and he was actually there and he was like what would it take to get Jose to be in our booth Yeah. and i was like I mean, we can call him and check it out. But like, like, I already asked my buddy John King, he pitches for the Rangers. And he was like, dude, I'd love to come out to the booth with you guys. Cause it's in Dallas, Texas next year, which is where exactly. he lives. And I'm like, dude, you got to come out. You got to come hang out with us. And just like, cause like, and obviously like we could have you and you could put on like a demonstration. Like we, sky's Follow the limit, me. bro. Like it's, it's going to be a great time. So I'm, I'm definitely going to put it in and see if we can get you out there with us, man. And, and you can hang out and just kind of experience the whole thing. Cause it's a great time, dude. It really is. It's awesome. And, I think that would be good for you and your yeah. brand bro to be out there and be like, oh, Jack Miller, the guy you see on Instagram. And like, this is him. Here he is. He's talking about hitting. He's talking about pitching. He's talking about throwing. He's talking about the game. It would just be huge. And it would, it'd be good for us. We'd love to have you and it would be good to have you just promote yourself and your brand. That's the and, yeah, and, and I guess one final thing is like that, that's all I'm trying to do is I'm trying to get
1: myself out there. I I, I just yeah. want to, I want to get myself out to any, anybody that's one to listen to me. That that That's all it is. I, I yeah, just dude. just trying to make
0: an impact on the game. <laughs> that, that's what it comes down to. Hell yeah, man. That's what we're all trying to do, man. That's why I started this whole podcast, man. I'm like, I want to I contribute. I know I'm contributing on a small level to these like 13, 14 kids I coach a year. And it changes mostly every year except for a couple, couple few that don't graduate, right? So I'm like, okay, that's great. I love doing that. I'm making a difference there. I'm teaching them how to play. I'm teaching them how to conduct themselves, how to carry themselves, you know, all that stuff. Where can I make an impact on like a global level and it's like, baseball express has this massive name to them, you know, good, bad. It's been mixed every, for a long time. Now we're we're on the come up. And I'm like, people know me. I I know a lot of people in baseball right now. Like let's, let's start something cool. And like, this is where this whole idea came from. And like hearing these guys like Jose and John King and a couple of my other buddies at play and like talking to you. And it's like, there's so many different insights you're getting from different personas and different pieces of the game that like, if you can take them all and and put them in your head and like, well, I took this from this one, this from this one, this from this one. And like, I took this from coach Jack and I took this from, from Jose and I took this from this guy. It's like, it's you're building different pieces of of the great people of the game, like a coach, a player who's, who's seen it from different aspects and putting that into your head as, as you go out and perform as a player, like seeing it from such a high level, it, it changes the way you play. I guarantee it. I guarantee yeah. it. And that's what we're trying to accomplish here with the podcast. I love it. Everybody's got a story. Everybody's got a story that. Yeah, man, that's the thing too, man. It's not everybody has a story that, and that,
1: and that's the thing. And, and everybody is through their stories is led to led to a different part of the game and and thankfully I've been you know I've been led to to the opportunities I have been and hopefully my story continues with with success and opportunity and and hopefully I will run into
0: you later on at that ABCA yeah man we'll, we'll we'll figure something out I'll be in contact dude this is this is just the beginning for us I promise you that but. But, Jack, man, we we really appreciate having you on, bro, and taking the time to come on, man. It's It's been a blast. I, we, we've talked an hour of baseball, dude, and I feel like I have much more, so we may have to have a part two. Hey, here, I'm down sure for that. I have so much more to ask, but let's do it, man. But, yeah, like I said, man, thanks a lot for coming on. We really appreciate it. This a- episode should be airing on whatever, the 29th. So it'll be this pa- this next Wednesday oh, if you want to alert your guys, let them know. But on Wednesday, the 29th, this episode should air. We should have some clips coming out. It's going to be a great time. It's going to be awesome. You should check it out. Hopefully, Jack can clip them and give you some of this stuff. You know it. (laughs) But, But yeah, man, Jack, anything else? Anything else? (laughs) Yeah, bro, anything else you want to say to the fans before we head out, brother? Uh, No, just uh, thanks to you for having me on. And just,
1: uh, hey, if you have Instagram, make sure to shoot me a follow, uh, at Coach Jack Miller. uh,
0: And can't wait to talk to you again. Awesome, man. Well, like I said, guys, the 29th, this episode will be live and we appreciate tuning opportunity. This should be available, especially on all, like I say, every episode will be available on all streaming platforms and we'll have a YouTube cut on Friday for you for the full video. But yeah, guys, thank you so much for listening. Thank you, Jack, again, and uh, we'll be sure to catch you in the next one. All right.